Word up, son. Word. Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings? Feelings. What's up, what's up, everybody? It's J-Rock here, your boy Rated All Raw. What's up? Rated you know, Rock? baby, you know what it is? <laughs> yeah, man, this week's been a great week. There's a lot of college grads. Shout out my boy, Ike, Sadiq, Chewy, Red, Jules, Bria, Bria Hersha, uh, fucking Kumon, Elijah, uh, Elijah, uh, CJ. Um, um, who, who is mad has that graduated this year? But, but can't say them all because we, we got to be here for a long Shout day. out to all y'all. Keep it great. I see y'all, y'all kings and queens. Secure that bag. Keep grinding. Baby. Secure that bag. Get to the money. Like me, man, college is a real experience, bro. Like, I had some extra years at college because, like, the money wasn't right. I failed a class and they didn't offer it for a whole year. So, like, I would. Man, I was here for a little longer than I was supposed to, but I got out of here though. That's, so all, that's, all, that, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. It don't matter how long you get to the journey, as long as you get to the big end. facts, big facts. But college is definitely an experience. This it's a roller coaster, ups and downs. This is there's just so many great things, bad things about college. Like me and you, we both both. I I graduated from Northeastern. You still here? Yeah, I'm about to graduate next year. What's your, what's, your, what's your major? Uh, so I'm business marketing okay. with a minor in sociology and psychology. All right, that's what's up. I graduated with a uh, bachelor's in mechanical engineering. Um, that's I plan on going there. back to school, actually, to get my master's. I'm, I was thinking project management, but then recently, I kind of want to go back to college for communication because, like, Cause like when I be in business meetings, I be hic- I hic- hiccup and like I be stuttering and stuff. Like I'm just like, I need to work on that. Cause I that's one thing I want to be a businessman. So like, if I can say what I want and learn how to communicate how I want to communicate, then I'll be set. Cause I feel like I got everything else down. I got the technical side of the engineering side done, and I feel like I got I I'm business savvy enough that I don't have to go through like a whole whole like masters of and that's that's one thing about engineers like that like like socially like there's like a thing they think about engineers that like oh like they, they're smart as fuck but they're always like socially awkward yeah so like it's good that you you want to like break that stereotype big facts actually the thing that got me hit to is my boss he actually was telling a story and um a lot of the things he was saying were resonating and he's a He's an immigrant from Haiti, he came here, so speech wasn't one of his big things, but he's okay. a hard worker, so like, you, you, can, you can never shut down hard work, like hard work is always going to find a job, of and, um, but one thing was his speech, and he had to work on that, um, like I speak English very well, but it's just like, presenting, that's not where I'm good at, public speaking, that's not where I'm good at, but like, Whatever, we all working on each other. That's why we go to college, working on each other and working ourselves and find a career. Like, college, like I said, is an experience. Like, let me, like, one college story I'll tell is, like, my freshman year, I came into college super arrogant, and I went through, went through grade school my whole life. Like, it was like, like, I was finishing homework before, like, class was over. I would go home, chill, like, and I thought I was going to get here and do that Northeastern. 
and that didn't happen. I not only had had that going bad for me, I had things like going bad outside of life. So like freshman year was just a disaster. And ever since then, I was working my way to get back to where I was supposed to. Cause like, I, I, I'm just known to have honors. So like when I was taking F's and getting a D, I was like, whoa, this is new. Like, I had to scratch my head for a couple of semesters. I even, I even went as far as to switch my, um, my major. I tried out business. And I tried out uh, CJ. I was getting all A's and those just to get my confidence back, get those grades back up. So you can get and then team. like one, I felt like once I got my grades back up, my head was right, and I was like, "Yo, engineering's actually for me. I just gotta put in the time." And from there, I was just in the library, basically Monday to Thursday to two o'clock. My I would go to classes from like eight to three. Then I hit the gym. You know you gotta hit the oh, gym. Gotta, gotta <laughs> you know you gotta hit Torino for a couple <laughs> hours. Gotta, gotta hit Torino for a couple hours. You know then I, I go go home, take a shower. Then then go eat, and then from from there straight to the library until two o'clock. You know, booming. And like once once I got my regimen down, man, it's deans list, deans list, deans list, A's, B's, A's, B's, and this is in engineering, bro. So like That's just I'm just, I'm just like just I was just scratching my head like. Like, I, I don't even know how I did it. Yeah, but one tip I would definitely give to kids entering college, this thing is not like, it honestly is just a problem-solving situation for four years or five years, however long your college um, experience is. It's just like a experience to learn how to solve problems. And that's, that's basically what I took out of college, because honestly, a lot of things you learn in college, you don't really take outside of here. It's just like, it kind of trains your mind how to think. Like, it's not so much of, of oh, calculus. You need to know calculus to get this engineering job because I, I probably haven't used calculus once. But like, <laughs> it taught me to like, to use different things at once, like algebra where you're using, oh, like, I, can, I can bang out Excel sheets like this, like it's nothing, but, or like, or like when I got a problem at, at work and it's like, oh, you need this much clearance, like, but it got to be waterproof. And it's just like you just training your mind and you, the gears in your mind to go at the same time and work and boom, now you got a solution to get it out. But yeah, um, I guess that's my quick college story. Yeah, I can go into my college story a little bit. So as y'all know, a lot of people don't know, but I'm a veteran. So I did, once I graduated high school, I did four years United States Navy. So I mentally I wasn't prepared for college like like school like I have a learning disability so I'm dyslexic I I'm kind of open book with that so I really struggled with school so I was like you know what like mentally I was not there like I just I just wasn't ready for it so I did four years and when I got out I was like you know what like the government gonna pay for it so fuck it I won't listen let's do this little cute little college life yeah so I did my first year at the University of Alabama and okay. I got yeah, yeah roll time no, baby you know okay we'll, we'll leave that alone you know yeah, that, that's 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 shit. Uh, uh but at least we got there we right? uh, had the chance okay. remember when y'all played Georgia remember we played y'all the year before last, you know, yeah, that was a fluke. That that touchdown, Tom Lua. Uh, that's Okay, okay, okay. So then, like, <laughs> like at Alabama, like, even for me having a learning disability, like, I I worked. They had a great 
staff around me. I felt like a I felt like KD. I had Clay, I had Steph, I had a lot of people around me. So they I had was doing tutoring like like you just said like every day. And then um, I was like, you know what? Like I have some family up here. I was like, let me move. Like, like I got into transfer, came to, came up here to Northeastern, and Northeastern. A lot of people know this, but like I, public school and private school, those are two totally different monsters. You're dealing with like different people. The way the way they think about school is dramatically different. Like Alabama, we're like, okay, like we're gonna study this for like an hour and then we're gonna go get lit, turn up, <laughs> shit like that. Like niggas at private schools, they're like, no, daddy's paying 60,000 a year plus tax. <laughs> so I gotta be, I, I can't afford to lose all this brand. So like when I first, freshman, like when I first transferred here, I was struggling OD. Yeah. And one thing that I'll tell like any college student is like, you have resources, you just have to use them. So, like, you have, like, tutoring, like, for every single class, if you go on, like, a portal or something like that, there is a tutor for that particular one class. So, like, my first year, I really struggled, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, like, I felt like I was drowning, and then, like, I sat down with my advisor, and then they were like, yo, like, you're, you're not using your resources, you're robbing yourself of an education. I was like, damn, that's real, because, like... Then I started using the resources on campus, and then that that really helped me in my college experience. But like school's always been hard to me, hard for me personally. But then when you're around people who are like, yo, like instead of watching a game, like for example tonight, there's probably gonna be a basketball game tonight. Like instead of watching a basketball game, I'll be around people like Ike, you, Jonathan, everyone who's graduated. They're always like they'll watch the game, but they're also studying at the same time. So then when you're around people who are being motivated, you're like, damn, nigga, I should be doing that too. That's a big fact. So, like, like, when you're around people that are always grinding, you can't be a bum because then you start looking at yourself different. Like, what am I doing? Like, like, like alright, these dudes is grinding. Let me let me get to this too. Like, shoot, let me let me start doing a little bit. Let me open a book. But yeah, <laughs> but college ain't all about struggles. There's there's well, good there's good times well, in college too. It's like especially the parties. parties. Yo. The first, yo, you won't believe this, but the first time I got to Northeastern, the most lit party at Northeastern, it was a blue fly party. They had it in the ballroom. Ooh, okay. Yo, That's it nice. was crazy, bro. It was lit. Like, this is my first time in college. I'm seeing the AKAs do this stroll. Like, you know, I, at the time, I was mad hype. I'm like, oh, these bad shit, okay. They're out here swinging their hand. And I'm like, oh, this is fire. Like, Catching wines on the wall and everything like I went with my boy Nick and my boy Jay Long, and um, like I, I really wasn't like I said my first my first freshman semester I wasn't on campus, um, so um, I was kicking it with them all the time and no Nick was my homeboy from high school we went to high school together he was here a year before me and uh, so was Jay Jay Long and so they took me to my first party that was lit bro but sadly. Northeastern shut all the party, the party done for anything they in the ball room know. because people got jean stains on the wall. Yo. Y'all busting oh. mean ones on the wall, oh. mess it up for everybody. I'm telling you, bro. it used to be lit. Bust Parties at after hours, do you even hear about a party at after hours and shit? No, the only thing I hear at after hours is like, y'all even have a guitar and like, got somebody. Yeah, that's what you're doing. They used to have them. 
bangers in after hours. I heard about that. I heard they used that. Yo, this school fell off, like, cause hard. It, not even just the black party, the white parties. Yo, bro, the M- MIT. Like everybody bro, sleeps. Everybody MIT might be the best party school in Boston. Bro, Boston. everybody sleeps on these Ivy League schools. Not, they be throwing the best parties out here. Like MIT, I swear, DK, what was it? DKE, DTD. Like yo, we was all up and down. Yo, best parties. Me and my homies every single night. Every, we had a scheme, bro. It was like me, Chiso, O'Shane, Ekpen. It was just like. We just had to decide what type of party we was going to. Were we going to a black party? Were we going to be listening to reggae, hip-hop, all that stuff? Or were we going to go to a white party? There's going to be shorties to the crib. Facts. For sure. Fast break layups. Like, all the time. The <laughs> parties, like, they loved us there. It was like, you couldn't go to a frat party without getting, like, bagged up by at least two shorties. Like, you didn't have to do Men over it. Like and, and, and they live on campus. And they right? would be lit. White people would be like mad excited to see you. Like they met you. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm don't like, yo, you need something to drink, man? I'm like, yeah, bro. What's up? Like, Chuck Jazz busting palm too? What's up? Like, <laughs> I bust Ashton Pong. Anybody can get that, by the way. Um, but yeah, Jonathan's my teammate. He knows the vibe. Like, we are undefeated. You can get this one too. And no me sleep. and my friend Alex Shoemaker, we used to clap everybody, yo. Word. We had this, um, me, uh, my, I think it was my junior year. Me and a, a few of my buddies, and along, my good friends, I still, I'm still friends with them right now. Um, um, we would have Pong at our house. We had a dog. His name was Jax. So he would roam around the house, and his cage would be empty, and it was under the Pong table. So every time we'd go out, we'd come back, play Pong, and then, like, if, if you're, you didn't get no cups, you had to sit in the cage until the next person, next game was over. So you under oh, there, sitting in the cage. Yo, you don't understand how many times me and, me and Alex put people in that cage. I think we actually got a got a picture of one of our friends in the cave that we put there. We put oh, at least... Yeah, we're, we're legendary. Don't sleep. But yeah, the parties in college are just crazy, man. Um, but you definitely got to level it up. You got to practice having good habits and and stu- knowing when to study. Like me as an engineer, bro, I, I like to turn up and party. So like, man, I was... There was sometimes me and my buddy Sandy, we was going out Wednesday till, till Saturday. Jeez. I made it happen though, but because like... Like, if I knew I was going to be doing that, the time before I started partying, I was busting my ass studying. Like, once I got locked in, I was busting my ass studying. Like, you might as well, like you said earlier, not hit me up through Monday, Monday Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Like, bro. I already got a regiment. It's wake up, take a shower, go to class. From class, go to the gym. From gym, take a shower, get ready to get something to eat, and then go out. To the library. Simple it's simple. Library. That is replay every day. Like, and then Friday was turn up. Like, exactly. <laughs> it was turn up until Sunday. We chill out on Sunday, and then get ready for Monday. Like Sunday was like the day if you you relax. If you had some like extra work, you could do it on Sunday. But like most times you didn't. You you procrastinate on Sunday. But um, but yeah, it's all about having good habits. So, like, what's a what's a habit you would you would say that you need for college? I'm surprised you. I'll say eating right. Eating right. Because, like, if you don't eat right, your whole body, your whole mentality is off. So, like, me personally, like, right now I'm in the process of uh, trying to go to, like, a plant-based diet. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm in that process now. And I've done it so far for, like, two weeks. 
and I feel a lot better. And I notice that like when you eat better, like you you seem like whenever I'm focused on a task, I'm more focused yeah, like on energy. It. I have more energy. Right. Like, like when you eat trash, you feel like, feel like trash. trash. It's like what so, you put into your body. Yeah. So like I say, like you gotta gotta treat your body like a temple. Like for example, like like on the weekends, like I'll drink a beer or so, whatever. But like trust and believe. Like Saturday, like I'm eating a veggie burger. Yeah. Gotta gotta make sure you. Play. I'll call it to you, but I could never. I'm I'm working on I'm working. I, 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 I'm not vegan. I'm not vegan. I, that's a little too much. But I'm working on like a plant based diet because I know it's like some of the biggest mammals in the world, like elephants and them. They don't eat meat. Like yeah. they are, they eat grass. So I'm like. But what about tigers and lions? Uh, I, I don't. They're, they're the kings of the jungle. No, when when the elephants walk to the water, yeah, all the lions get out of their way. Yeah, you know, to be annoying. I'm saying uh, elephants are scared of mice. So that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. And lions have AIDS. So that's a that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. It cannot be confirmed. That can be confirmed. You can Google search. I might have to look it up. <laughs> I don't love cats anyway, so I believe it. <laughs> but I would say eating right is a is very important because once you start eating right, then you're like, damn, bro, I gotta let me work. There's That's no true. point. I'm not automatically you're like, damn, I'm gonna let me work out, and then you have energy. You're like, yo, let me study. So like, I feel like eating right is a very crucial part. Of any anytime you want to be successful, I feel like what you put in your body is huge. Yeah, I hear that. Um, I actually think one of the best habits you can have is uh. Making good friends. That's like true. making good friends. I'm not ha- talking about like being Mr. Popular because that's different. I'm talking about making good friends. Like you can have two friends and those be good friends and you'll have the greatest college experience of your life. Like whenever you're up and down, like you got two people, but then there's people that are like, oh, let me be Mr. Popular. And then like, because you go through trials and tribulations in college. And if you don't got people there, because sometimes you're away from your family, like you're away from. Your high school friends and like oh, and you're kind of on an island sometimes. Like in your own dorm room or your own apartment, like for the first time. And this is something that like you can now like you're not feeling so lonely because I can yo call up a friend like yo come through come kick it yo or like when classes are kicking your ass you got someone to vent to or like say your shorty is is like, acting crazy you got someone like oh man she's crazy da, da, da. like i need yeah, someone like just someone to be like yeah yo she is crazy you know like just <laughs> like, yeah, exactly like it's not like, just you even, like, even though you're even not though bugging some cook stuff he's dead ass telling yeah you right you right like <laughs> exactly yes i am right. <laughs> he is crazy exactly. they are crazy exactly i'm not, I'm not wild like nah, but <laughs> I got a story to test to that. So when I first transferred here, yeah. um, at Northeastern, like International Village is like a, it's like a dorm facility, but it's like on the other side of the campus. So like I was there in a single, and like when you first come to, a, especially a, a, a predominantly white school, you know, like a black kid, especially from Alabama, you're like, damn man, like you're you're isolated. So yeah. like first thing. And for, uh, transfer orientation, they were like, "There's a basketball court." I was like, "I bet I know there's gonna be people from Wakanda in there." Like I, just, like I know, <laughs> I know there's gonna be niggas there. Like there's no way you're gonna have an indoor basketball court and not have every nigga on campus. Like I don't care. You don't even have to hoop. That's right. Uh, like I know people who don't hoop at all. You go to Marina. Like so when I went there, I was of course I was like hella shy, kind of skittish. I was like. Damn, like, and then the first person I met was Jonathan, and Jonathan was a really, he was like, yo, what, what's your name, bro? I was like, my name's Rob, da 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 And then, like, he uh, taught, got me hip to um, um, the, the 
black place on campus. Uh, John D. O'Brien. John D. O'Brien, and then I started mingling with people from there. But it was like, if I didn't like build that connection at Simple just by playing basketball, I wouldn't have met all these people who were doing major moves with their lives. Yeah, I was, my friend group that I still have to this day was because of bumping into one person at Marino. So yeah, that's what's crazy. up. It's crazy. That's a lot. So I actually remember when I was seeing you for the first time at Marino, I was, I was staring at him. I'm like, yo, I know this dude. Like, where do I know him from? I'm just looking. I'm like, yo, is your name Rob? Because I remember, like, because like, Rob, a lot of you might not tell you all this story, but Rob, he went, me and Rob went to the uh, same grade school. He actually left. Yeah, I got I, And I so remember bad. that because he was getting bullied by this chick named Nyla. Yo, she was evil. I'm not even a cat. Like, I this is a chick, bro. Like, he was like the nicest kid ever. And I remember Mrs. Bridges always having to have to have him sit next to her because, like, Nyla was vicious, bro. Like, she, she was evil. I got bullied so bad. My mom moved me back to Alabama. That's how it. bad I was getting bullied. I mom was like, no, you, you, we don't want you to have this lifestyle. Like, we noticing it's affecting your grades and how you feel about school. So she literally moved me back That's home. That's what's up. That's like, which is a blessing, but like, it was crazy. I hey, actually went back home. Actually, since we're on top of the bullying, you think bullying yeah. translates in college? Like, what is that just something that dies off in, in um... Ah, I don't know. It really depends because now we live in a social media world that like, like if you say something that people don't align with, like they'll bully you online and stuff like that. But I feel like bullying at the college level is more for girls to me. Oh, because yeah. like I feel like girls be getting jealous of girls like oh she got the best lace front and then they start hating on them but I feel like fellas I feel like especially for black males on campus just because there's so little of us we just have this mutual respect for one another because we know that like yeah. if we if I step to you in the wrong way we're gonna be fighting yeah so I've noticed that like black brothers on campus I don't like you can even be African. We always have that mutual, you know, that head nod you give. But like, I don't care, like you know, the head nod. You, I can be in Antarctica. If I see a nigga there, I hit him with the head nod. We just have this mutual respect that yeah, I men have for each other. So I don't feel like bullying is affected at the at the college. But I feel like it's from females. But I definitely hear that. So for the females, I feel like. It's the, oh, she's a hoe, she's sleeping around type thing. And then for the guys, I feel like the bullying kind of goes away because in college, I feel like the biggest thing that guys use, not in college, but in grade school, the biggest thing that a male would get bullied for is no longer, ex no longer exists in college and it's being an intellectual. Like, we're like all intellectuals. Like in, in grade school, like if you're intellectual, that's a dub. Like you got to be fly, like... Like you, you gotta be fly. You gotta be the best basketball player. You gotta be player, a track star, like pretty boy. Like you got, that, you gotta be that. Like for you to get clout in high school. But, but one thing that a lot of people realize that is something that's like temporary. Like yeah. after you get out of high school, that whole like clout because you wear the best Jordans, nobody cares. Yeah. Like, it, it, like it, do you have any suits? Yeah, exactly. You got just doing tie game, Mike. You got cold on us? Well, you don't know what that is? I, I, <laughs> you don't have no Clarks? You, tell, you don't have no Clarks, bro? Yeah, come on. You you're telling me you don't got one pair of Chelsea boots. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. One pair of Chelsea boots? I don't know. <laughs> Every, if you go to college, I don't know what it is, but like, you're, if you go to college, I swear to God, as a male, you gotta have one pair of Chelsea boots. Okay. Every, every brother has one pair of Chelsea boots. It's a rule. It's like, 
You want to topics thirteen? <laughs> thou shalt have Chelsea <laughs> boots. I don't know that. At least one pair. You gotta have a, <laughs> one pair of Chelsea boots. Every college black male that I know, for the most part, even if they're not like that's not their style, they they got at least one pair. But I feel like you get that with your acceptance letter. Yeah, you get your acceptance letter, you pair Chelsea. Boots. Yeah, but like I was saying, bringing it back to the um the whole intellectual thing, it's like once you get to college, it's like being smart is a vibe, like. You getting good grades, the vibe, like actually being dumb and like being all that, like getting bad grades, that's a whole dub. Like you're actually playing yourself. It's like in high school, kids would be getting F's and D's. I'm like, yo, I'm getting by, I'm getting by. I'm getting kept back. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? Yo, that's another thing that used to be. What? Because that's crazy. Now that you talk about that, like, you said, right? I got kept back. I got kept back. I'll be I'll be 25 in the sixth grade. Like no, you like, see me, that's see not me in a summer school. You going to summer school? Be hype for summer school. I'm like, like no, you don't want your summer to yourself because like, summer for me was was time I would spend going to visit my family, visit my dad in Georgia. Like yeah, so like why would I want to like be in what? Be, like walk up at school doing schoolwork. I'm like you have like six months out of the year for that. That that you yeah, know, I'm all set. Like, you're, you're working. I, I do my I do my time. Like when it's time, exactly. During Everybody time. else, that makes yeah, but, sense. Man. But yeah, I I, was, I agree with you. The whole bullying thing is dumb, and the only thing that's really there is the whole who's not a hoe. And I think that's I think that's a female problem. Problem, to be honest, like, cause like like me and you will go out. Like say like when you were single, right? We go out. You you be on. You could be on a chick. I'm ah, like, oh, Rob. You thought him. I'm like thought yo. Like it don't phase you. I'm but I'm calling. I'm, I'm I'm saying. I'm tell, I'm calling a spade a spade. You know you thought. But if you switch it up, and I'm like, oh, oh, she's out here getting with my mans, and she getting with my other mans. I'm like, oh, she a thought. I'm saying she thought. You getting offended with me for calling a spade a spade? Like, exactly. it's like, is it really bullying at that point? I don't know because it's. It, it, yeah, mind your business, but still, it's like, why does why does it matter if they're with the same? One thing I've noticed in the past couple of years is just kind of annoying me, especially with like telling the truth now is like a problem. Yeah, like if I say like, yo, yo, girl, like, come on, I see you talking to like five different dudes, and you're mad that you can't find that one dude, but like, <laughs> you have a starting five and mono coming off the bench. <laughs> but like, you're like, I can't find. Why can't Ben act right? I'm like, but you're act, you're acting foul on these shoots. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when you say a guy like you're a hoe, I'm like, yeah, that is accurate. Like, man, yeah, that's what I'm holding right now. Like, that, I'm, that's, that's you gotta go through man. a whole phase. So, like, I feel like now, <laughs> when you tell the truth, people get mad at you for it's like. Yeah, that's one thing I, I love about like our group of friends. Like, we can be there and just stay rational and say, as long as we telling the truth, no one's getting really upset. Can't like, get mad at I'm sitting here like we go out, we see my man Chad hooking up with his fedora. I'm like, oh, crazy wild thought, Chad. <laughs> Like we be supposed to exactly. get mad because that's what he does. He does that. You thought this was a game? You thought I was joking? Exactly. He's about that life. And so I'm like, it's like, like, yeah, you're. That is. Accurate. It's like it's a, it's a difference with guys and girls. It's like with guys, it's like yo, if it is, if you're telling the truth, then hey, as long as it's not nothing crazy. Yeah, if it's not crazy. You know, you know it's something crazy. Yeah, like, that's, that's, when, that's when I gotta. That's when it gets a little crazy. But um. Um, let's let's talk about another subject of uh, relationships in college. Since we're talking about kind of thoughts and there's so many this different that, versions like, of relationships. So, what do you think? You think relationships have a place in college? Yes and no. I feel like uh, I feel like 
for your first two years of college, don't waste your time trying to be in a relationship. Fact. I feel like it just makes mathematically no sense. Like, there's a good chance, like, you're from bumfuck Arkansas, you come into a new school. Like, first, you want to, you're like, damn, like, you've never, you you think you've seen beautiful women wherever the fuck you're from until you go to a college campus. Yeah, yeah you girls from Brazil, Dubai, uh, New Jersey, Nigeria. Of, Nigeria. <laughs> like, you got girls from the mother. From the mother. You have never seen, these are not the girls from Ashland. Like, these Fresh from, from the motherland. Looking good. <laughs> Eat nothing. Eat, smell like cocoa butter. Like you're not raw used, shea butter, raw shea butter, <laughs> and canta. Like you, you've never seen that before. So I feel like any relationship, like from freshman year, that, no, no, there is a couple unicorns that yeah. like, you see. You met your girl freshman orientation, and y'all got yeah. married. But the odds of that happen are very low. And I feel yeah. like personally, you gotta go through a thought phase. If you don't go through a thought phase in your life, like you're gonna, you'll be in a, you'll be cuffed, and you'll be like, damn man, like. You'll be looking, and then like they say in the Bible, it's like even knowing you didn't cheat, but you looking at a girl sexually like that is like the equivalent of cheating. So like if you are, you gotta go be, be attentive. Be attentive. So you gotta. You, I feel like for example, for me, I I I'm an open book. Like I love. I used to thought a lot. Like I I I used to wake up and I was like, damn, I can't wait to thought. You're actually still reading thought of America. Like. <laughs> but like I went through a thought phase because I needed that. So now that's like Adam, I need that. And I can admit that. I you have to thought a little bit. <laughs> so then when you're in a relationship, you're like, damn man, I wish I did that or like damn, I wish I had You don't have those thoughts. You don't have those thoughts because you're like, damn, you 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 could sleep at night with ease. And I feel like a lot of people let that thought out. As the great <laughs> Shiggy says <laughs> Ladies, the sum is here. <laughs> that was the vibe is right. <laughs> that the weather is getting warm. <laughs> you got your maxi dress on. I need you to let that thought <laughs> let it out. It's true though. He ain't lying though. Because you, you'll always be regretting it. I just feel like there's no way you can be in a healthy relationship. That's true. I, um, I don't think so. I kind of vibe with what you said, but I kind of went the opposite route as what you did. I was in a relationship for most of my time in college. Um, first couple years, I was in a relationship with a girl I knew from high school. Oh, that's what's up. Um, and then my last couple years, I was in, in a relationship with another girl I met at Northeastern. And like, I would say I learned something different as from a college student in both scenarios. Like the first scenario, it was just like, yo, relationships are too much drama. Like, like you, you, like if you have other things going on in life, especially at that age, it's not worth it. Like I tell my sister all the time, my youngest sister, I'm like, yo, you don't need to worry about boyfriends or girlfriends until you hit like your sophomore year. Cause I feel like in college, once you hit your sophomore year, you're focused. You know what your career path is, and all. You even stuff. know what your major. Like, is like, like, like you said, those first couple years, you're just like a reckless ass young teenager, just like trying different things, and you're going out partying. It's your first time. You've been, you haven't been around your parent twenty four seven. You can get liquor, you can get weed, whatever you like to do. Like, and you can have a turn up. Like, there's girls right across the. Sh- hallway from you like it's just like everything's accessible to you now that wasn't and it's like it's just so wild and everything's coming to you at once that it's just like i feel like you need to learn how to navigate that 
single because like it's just so many things being thrown at you that right. like, you can't really do. And you're that. gonna bring your, you're gonna bring that whoever you're in a relationship. You're gonna bring them down. down. So like, it's like it's not even worth it. It's not so worth just it. learn, learn how to be single for the first couple of years. Learn what you want, and and that's that. And then I would say my second relationship. Um, I learned that like like you said, we come from different places and like. Y'all could be together, living a great life or whatever during the whole college experience. And then once you graduate, it's time to go back home. There's no more dorm. There's no more. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no more grant money. There's no more. None yeah, of that. Bro. Like, so it's to the crib to, to live comfortable with the parents. And my shorty, she was, she was from France. So, so that was a dub. Like I wasn't moving to France. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, it's like things like that, that, that can create, you kind of feel like you wasted a lot of time because like, yeah, you still got like feelings for someone, but it's like, it's like, it's hard. It's like, damn, there's nothing we can do. It's like, all right, let's just continue our own path. No love lost. Like, I'll see. But so that's what I'm talking about. So relationships, it's like, it's complicated enough in college because it's like, you should be focusing on your career. Mm-hmm. But like they also are great candidates because there's other people that are focusing on bags too. Like so you're around mad people that are getting it. So those are the type of people you wanna be with. So it's only it's only natural that you like look for someone, but oh, of course, man. But like I say I would say stay focused. If you if you are gonna have be in a relationship, I would say wait till like your junior seniors because then then you're getting someone with a with, with that real head on their shoulders. Facts But yeah. College. That's college in a nutshell, right there, Rob. Yeah, college. I guess that, that's not a little bit of a little bit of college for the people, huh? Facts. Give them a little take. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so, in your estimation, like which college like had like the the litest parties? Cause like we where we live in Boston. The litest party I ever been to in college was Hofstra. Hofstra. Hofstra was great. No, 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 no. I can't. I this I got one A and one B. 1A UCLA. I went to UCLA visit my boy Darius. He was on a track team. It was a whole new experience out there. Like, like them D1 athletes really had chicks in lines, like ready to talk to them. I never seen nothing like this. Oh like, shit, that's right. Like I went in a party. My my boy Darius. He's black. I went with my boy Sandro. He looked white. He's Lebanese. Um. So we're in a party. He's sticking out like a stole finger because he's like six three, tall, big white like white looking dude. So like this chick, black chick, walks up to him like, yeah, I think you're in the wrong place. <laughs> like, like, oh shit! <laughs> you know, you know, everybody else is blending in because like, we, like I'm with my boy Darius and all his track mates. We all black, like we all look like we play sports and whatever. Uh-huh. So we, he he he's an athletic dude, but he, he looks he doesn't look like he's not us. <laughs> nah, he doesn't look it. So like it, it's just different. Like that was crazy to me how like hype people were about, about just playing sports. Like that was wild to me. That was. That was just a different experience just seeing like how people were hyped over like real people that might be going pro. Like it was, it, that was crazy to me. And then the other wild party I went to was um Hofstra, my boy Lucas's twenty-first uh birthday. He had a party at his frat house, bro. Livest party I ever went to, bro. Livest party I ever went to, like liquor, females, fives, nobody's fighting. Just turn out game. I'm like, yo, this is late. We get there, my boy Lucas. Yo, my boys, you think yo coming? Like, I was like, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. We drove there all the way there from um from Boston just to be there for his birthday. That was lit. Best college party I've ever been to. 
Yeah, best college party I went to was uh, when I was at Alabama freshman year. Yeah. That's when um we won the championship. Oh, year. crazy! Yeah. So when <laughs> what the whole there was like so like it's called frat row. Yeah. So like uh it's weird like uh so all the white frats are this way and then you have the divine nine and then they all came together and threw like the well, party eggs. Party. Yeah, you'll never see that up here. <laughs> that, that shit was Dude, crazy. Oh my, you'll never see. I, yo, the best party I ever went to in Boston, MIT, DTD. I don't know who's in that frat, but shout out to y'all. Actually, Stash. What's up, Stash? Chaz. Yo, he got us into all the parties, yo. We had the scheme, yo. <laughs> he, we called him up, yo. We know Chaz, bro. Chaz just come downstairs, get us in. I don't know how. He had the clock, bro. He liked Drake. I know he liked Drake because <laughs> I talked to him while drinking. That's we nice. was in there. I was like, oh, he liked Drake. That's the, got the number. What's up? We was in there, bro. Say less. Had to be in those parties because they was lit. Like, we went to one, like, with the, with the basketball team one year. Bro, this was like a Project X party, bro. Like, it was just live. Like, just I'm, think I'm of Project you. X and just think of that in Boston. It happened. I seen it. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> yo, people are sleeping. Like, the smarter the school, the harder they party. Like, these Harvard kids, MIT. I heard of some crazy lit parties at Stanford. Yeah. Like, like don't freak. Don't sleep on these. Like, these, like, <laughs> them niggas know how to party, bro. They know how to get lit. Monday through Thursday, like I said, don't talk to them. Don't even don't don't text. Don't There's no, no they're not gonna respond to you. But once Thursday Thursday night, bro, Thursday night till uh, Saturday, they get lit. I remember one time I went to a Harvard party, my first Harvard party. We're chilling, smoking, vibing, smoking weed or whatever. This little white girl, she was mad small. I was like, this bitch looked like she went to Newton North. <laughs> she was like, like five, six, 110 pounds. She had this like little Louis backpack. And she, we were smoking and she put, opened it up on the table. She had fucking coke in it. Oh, I was like, sad. I was like, oh, I'm racist with the oh, drugs. Sad. I don't do white drugs. So <laughs> oh, I'm, the only white drug I take is maybe a towel. <laughs> even then I'm like I'll drink water and I'll suck it up like, uh, and we were like I was like yo I can't do this and then like one guy was like yo I'm so stressed from class like, I was like oh, oh, oh no he snorted right in front of me I ain't never seen that ever in my life but then like one thing college has taught me is that just because someone looks like they have it all together that doesn't mean shit yeah, like facts. you think that like damn i'm poor i don't got no bread you see all these white kids Rich. walking around with range especially the middle eastern kids like from dubai saudi they walking around in range rover you think they got life figured all out them they niggas is coke fiends bro. they be no, lonely they and lonely. drowning their sorrows exactly and bro and, and bottles that beat you exactly okay exactly <laughs> damn they're killing themselves every week ready to die but like don't 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 let them people fool you like yeah, keep your shit, keep your stuff on your hustle, but don't let right. these like these, especially the wealthier the kids are, the more like they battle with mental illness, like yeah. depression, stuff like that. So you're like, you're looking, you're trying to compare yourself to them, yeah. and then like, damn, I would like to be you. It's like, it's weird. Like, yeah, you be seeing the, those, those kids from the suburbs come to this, forget it. Their first taste of the city, and they be mad. I'm like, why you like this place so much? You live in a fire ass crib, like, your family go on vacation. You want to be here? Like, I'm lost. I'll be confused sometimes. Especially, uh, especially this coming September, that first year, that first week when everyone comes back, 
I'm talking to be ambulances, people getting their stomach pumped, yeah, don't know how to drink, drink, don't know how to act, don't know how to act, act and, up. and you're just like, you be forgetting, you like, wow, I'm so happy my mom spanked me when I was young because I'm I'm trained, like I know I know how to act, like I'm not crazy like these these wealthy rich kids, man. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, I guess that's it for for what we got for college. I would say to wrap this up, just that college is just an experience, man. You gonna have your ups and downs. You gotta have good times, you gotta have your bad times. But I think the best thing to take away from college isn't even the degree, it's the people you meet. Mm-hmm. Cause those are gonna be the people that are gonna be at your wedding. Those might be the godparents to your kids in the future. These people, most times the people that you meet in college are people that are gonna be with you for life. Cause they went through like real life struggles. Think about that from 18, even 17 for some people up to like 22, 23, like, you do a lot of of growing in that period. So like, you're growing with people. Like, so like, I would say college, the best thing that you could do is just make sure you invest in good people and continue to invest in them even after college. Uh, Yeah, piggyback on that point, I agree with everywhere you just say. Um, One thing I got from my grandfather is uh, be yourself and stack wealth. So just like, don't try to like, fake like who you are. Cause like at the end of the day you're gonna like resent yourself. So just like if you be yourself, like I feel like I'm big on energy. So like if you bring in, you let out to the world positive energy, nothing but positive things will come towards you. So like just be yourself and like whatever that wealth is, it could be money, it could be being at peace with the past. Like mm-hmm. that'll come towards you. So right. be yourself and stack wealth. I heard that. And that's it for this week. That's say let's do more. Um. I got a little podcast, like a little special episode for y'all that coming up this weekend with my boy Dr. O, aka I. Um, we just talk about music, just getting a little taste. We like both like music, so I'll be dropping that too later this week. Um, you got any anything um, for this week? Nothing really. Nah, uh, just uh, just watching the Celtics getting killed. Get many rocks on any block. My boy Giannis is looking at Vince. It's done for them. It's done for them. It's slow. I have my money, by the way. Everybody. <laughs> Anyone who believed in the Celtics. Anyone who believed. See us fall. <laughs> exactly. When Kyrie goes to New York, I always tell everybody he was losing. I'm going to end on that one. I'll talk to y'all. Y'all have a good one. Peace, love. I'll see y'all out.